0: Hey, to all my female baggage droppers out there, I have a question for you. Do you like gold or silver? Well, at Breanne & Company Jewelry Store, you can find anything that you like. That's right. Breanne & Company is a jewelry boutique that has durable, minimalist jewelry. She uses genuine pearls, local shells and sea glass, natural gemstones, and of course, precious metals. And these are all quality handcrafted designs by Breanne Light herself. Go and visit her at her website, Co.com, or go to her Instagram, that's always popping, at brianne and Company. Thanks, Brianne. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all of my baggage droppers around the world, welcome to another episode of the Drop Your Baggage Podcast, where we talk to people that are dope, that can bring you hope, and teach you a technique that can help you cope. This, uh, well, I am your host, Charles Wolfwork, the self talk engineer. And if you are on YouTube or Facebook, please consider hitting the like and subscribe button. If you're on a podcast, consider him giving the brother five stars and give me some feedback. Today, I have been excited about having this brother on the podcast for weeks now, for about a month. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Brandon O'Shota. Now, Brandon is a high-performance coach. He has been a strength and conditioning coach since he was in high school and got onto the wall of fame for coaches back then. He trained celebrities in Miami, co-authored a book with Jack Canfield called Dare to Succeed. He was Mentored by Bob Proctor and he taught a program with companies called thinking into results where he helped corporations take a look at their shadows understand their inner faculties and be able to change their unconscious mind and he's also built a multi-million dollar networking marketing business from scratch ladies and gentlemen I bring to you honored to bring to you Brandon Shodan. What's up, Brandon?
1: Man, that's the best intro I've ever received in my life.
0: (laughs) 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 That that multi-level marketing company better get on it, man. (laughs)
1: You you need to use that. (laughs) (laughs) When they bring you up on stage. I I, I got the clip I need y'all to use. (laughs) so.
0: yeah, it's definitely a pleasure. So, like, uh, the strength and conditioning coach has been in you since you were in high school. What drove you to want to help people with their, their like, their wellness, heart, uh, heart, body, mind, and soul?
1: Man, honestly, it's just my family. You know, my father, I, he wasn't with my life, but I've probably seen him a handful of times when I was younger. And he's massive, you know, super muscular. So every time I seen him, you know, and, I, and I'm talking about me when I was, like, five years old, the next time I see him, i always want to be bigger him. And I just, I never, I never got to hit that mark, but I was always working towards it. And on the other side of my mother's side, my mother raised me as a single mom. Um, my aunt and my uncle, well, a lot of my, my most of my family was obese. Is obese. Mm. And so my uncle actually died from sleep, apnea, you know, mm. so many different diseases that were, um, that came to my family just from an unhealthy lifestyle. And I would see my mother trying, you know, she did the slim fast, she did the tie bow and things like that. So I had that kind of internal drive of wanting to get that father approval, you know, thing, but also seeing what are the other sides of helping you don't take care of yourself. And then I noticed that as I really worked on myself, I was able to be of assistance to others so people would naturally come up to me like, man, you know, you, even when I was young, young, middle school, middle school, I was jogging 6 a.m. People were like, man, you discipline me. Stuff like that. So it was was, I was able to help other people from a very young age and just kind of gave me purpose.
0: Yeah. So like uh, like where did you get the proper techniques for? Who is your coach or mentor in the weight room when you were young?
1: Mm, I started. So I started so young that I would have to say my first coach would be my grandmother. Yeah, my grandmother, she had all the weights in her basement. And then my stepfather taught me how to do proper pushups and things like that. And then I would say I got my first official training when I graduated from high school. I met a guy who I actually just reconnected with over the weekend. So funny uh, that you asked, but Phil Myers, he's a natural um, bodybuilder back in the 70s, and he would kill me in the morning. So uh, 6 a.m. destroyed me like no other workout. And And it just showed me how many different levels it was to push your mind and body. And I really based a lot of my workouts now, you know, especially as I've grown and been able to network with some of the best personal trainers in the world I've learned from Paul check and I've learned from a lot of, a lot of great coaches, but the foundation of my training really comes from those younger days, waking up in the morning, not being able to even move up to the workouts with Phil Myers for sure.
0: Bruh. So like when you were in high school, did you always know that you wanted to be like that, that or you know, where you're like, Oh, when I grow up, I'm going to train the best of the best and things of that nature.
1: Not at all. Actually, I didn't know what I wanted to do for a long time. When I was younger in middle school, I thought I wouldn't be like a veterinarian. Then I started to work at a um, at a head um, store and I realized like it's not really not really for me the things like see I love animals, but I didn't want to like be on the fixing part of animals, seeing dead animals, bloody animals wasn't my thing. And then I kind of got into, you know, you know, product animal product in my environment for a long time. And it wasn't until when I'm, what happened was I actually um, got some trouble. In the city that I'm from, I got kicked out. So I lived in another city. And the way the school system was in a bigger city, it, it it forced me to go to a school in the suburbs. So now I'm transferred out to a school in the suburbs, complete culture shock. And I'm working out, though, all the time in the school gym. I'm, I'm joining teams, wrestling team, football team, track team, baseball team. I'm not doing no sports. I'm working out with every team, and I'm not doing no sports. <laughs> This guy loves to work out. I go to drop out of high school, actually, because it was just so it was so hard coming from one of the worst school districts in the, in the state of Ohio to like, you know, school that's in a relatively wealthy area. And it was it was just not for me at the time. And I went to go drop out and the school counselor actually knew the football coach from the city that I'm from. And he just took an interest in me. He's like, hey, listen, before you drop out, first thing I want you to do is take an IQ test and I'll let you go. You know, took the IQ test and he said, man, your IQ is the same as Einstein. He's like, I think you just don't understand. Um, I think you just haven't made quite the right connection. He's like, can you just help me out with the girls' basketball team um, for this season? And after the season, you know, we'll try to go. He's very smooth. He's like, you know, we'll get you some classes and stuff like that, just so, just so that you can help me out with the team. And then after the season, you can go ahead and leave and, you know, I'll support you however I can. It's like, all right. And I started training the girls' basketball team and you know, they went to state. It was the best they ever performed. You know, was, I was I loved it. I took all this stuff that I've been learning for myself and applying it to them and just traveling around with the team was just it was a, it was a great experience. But even then I didn't know I didn't know what a personal I didn't know personal training was a, a job. I didn't know I didn't know any of that stuff until like after I graduated.
0: Right, right. So you graduate and you go off to college.
1: I went to college for I would I would say like I I saw it like I went there but I yeah. I, I didn't go in there like I it's went like, to campus I went to campus <laughs> yeah but <laughs> I went to campus. <laughs> he's like I saw it <laughs> I, I, was, I, was there. Yeah. I was at the weight room I know yeah. a lot of college gyms I do they know me in the college gyms for sure in Ohio <laughs> I'm all Ohio Bowman Green gym I've been there. I worked
0: out in Toledo's gym. I worked out in all (laughs) the (laughs) gyms. Just a gym junkie. I love it. I love it. So, like, uh, you ended up chasing a dream, though. I mean, you told me about your story and how you chose the inconvenience of chasing after this dream as an entrepreneur rather than going back home and, and, and like, living with your family, which you could have done easily. Uh, Tell us about that, man. That's super inspiring.
1: Yeah, man. So you know, now I'm, I'm probably like 22, 21, 22 at the time, and I'm now I understand that per, that I can be a personal trainer. And I already thought that I looked up payscale.com, you know, and I said personal trainers earn twenty one thousand dollars a year. To me, you know, I never really had a big plan or any type of plan for my life. I was like twenty one thousand dollars. You know, that would pay that'll pay rent at this little place. I can feed myself and I can do what I love. More importantly, yeah. I was earning good income relatively. I was working at a gym at the time. And that's where I saw other personal trainers. Um, but I couldn't be a personal trainer because I was the number one producer at the gym in sales. So they didn't want me to switch over. Mm. So I quit my job so I could pursue personal training. I really had no plan. Um, and that, that's what led to all the financial, you know, and it was just kind of like, it was just like a snowball effect. It was just a season in my life where, you know, I got evicted from my place because my dog bit the maintenance man and I ran a, I ran a U-Haul bus into like a fence at a storage center. So I'm just racking up debt. And you know, it led me to a place where I've had no no income coming in and I'm I'm at a gym. I'm trained for free. So I'm trying to build up my brand. I'm not certified. So even though I have tons of experience and results, I have no certification. So the gym can't actually legally pay me. Mm. And so I'm just doing this work and bouncing at a nightclub a couple nights a week. But it's a it's a Spanish nightclub. So I don't know who's running the club. I don't speak no Spanish. I, I might or might not get paid some nights. It's like, it's random. I and mean, if I do, it's 50 bucks. So I'm just, you know, I'm chasing a dream. You know what I mean? Everybody goes through this type of season, you know? And so um, it got to the point where, like I say, I had enough money to pay for my um, personal training certification. I'm like, pay for my certification, I'll get paid. Paid for my certification, did not pay my car note. I was in my car at the time. Car got repossessed in front of the gym that I was training at it's a completely glass gym at that. So everybody saw it. My, my, my gym manager called me Yeah, my gym manager <laughs> called me like, Hey, better come get your stuff. They're taking your car. It was a game for him." And um, yeah, I mean, that's what it was. And, uh-huh. and uh, so at that point I had to decide what I want to do. I called a guy who was very successful and just kind of shared my frustrations with him. And he shared with me, you know, he was homeless at a time he had been in jail at a time, he broke most of the bodies his bones in his body at the time and he starts sharing with me more I wouldn't say like the law of attraction but just like understanding how the mind works and that's what really led me just him talking to me and I think him more than anything having the energetic integrity of I've been there and I've moved through it and I, he's a multi I've grown through it so just the experience of you know being able to really take that in helped me start to learn okay let me let me get more information like this in my ear. Let me listen to. I remember I had an art teacher. He was like, "You gotta be, uh, what do you say? He said, be relentless." And I was like, "Let me listen to something that's like, that's what I be needing to hear right now." And that's when I start really diving deep into that personal development. And that's what made, that's what made all the difference to me. And re- actually, in a relatively short amount of time, I went from having absolutely nothing. To earn earn over $100,000, I think it had to be just like a couple months. It was like, because all the things were in alignment. Like, I was already a hard worker. I was never lazy. I always wanted to work. I was always passionate about it. It was really my mindset. Mm -hmm. Come from poverty, come from, you know, inner city. It's just like, it's some things you got to unlearn and some habits that you got to undo to align with the opportunity that you be able to take advantage. So, mm-hmm. you know, once that mindset thing clicked for me, it was like the other things were in place. And that's when I found myself in Miami. And that's when I found when I got back, I found myself, you know, other people being attracted to actually work with me and pay. And I met a, a woman. Actually, it's a funny story. They'll sleep, the gym, the gym I used to sleep at. They they said, they found out that I was training outside of the gym. They said, hey, listen, you got to automate it. Either you quit training your own personal training clients because you can't do that if you, you work this gym um or you're fired. And I had a and I had a girl that's coming in on outside at late at night I was trying to train on the low. And I I quit an ego, ego thing. I quit. I, man, I'm not making no money. I'm like and I'm I'm back being poor. And I go out to let her know because she's walking into the gym, I let her know what happened. She's like, oh no problem. My dad owns one of the biggest churches in the city. We, we got a gym, you want to train you can run your business out of there. Right back, I'm like yo, and it Bye. my life's been like that ever since. Alignment, alignment, alignment. Wow.
0: So you just you trusted in yourself, though. You know what I mean? Like I trust
1: God, I would mm-hmm. say that more than anything. I, I really put my faith. I really put my faith in God. I Really, um, my, my main thing is like, man, either I'm be a hostage to my ego or a host to mm-hmm. God. Like I believe, I believe myself, but I believe myself in the fact that like I I'll I'll act on my intuition. Yes, that's what yes. I believe like I don't know what's going on and it's cloudy and it's a lot of stuff and it's a lot of distractions mm-hmm. I trust that that feeling I feel in my gut is like it's like Marco Marco Polo Marco you know what I mean it's like warm <laughs> cold it's like this sound crazy this don't make sense but I'm feeling this yeah and I, I trust myself to act on what I feel and that, that that intuition I know that's my that's like the higher level that's that other thing trying to be expressed so Yeah, I I have a lot of faith in that. I even got a tattoo to my arm by faith, not by sight.
0: Amen. Amen. So with that faith in God, you always had this faith in in God? Like, when did that develop more and more?
1: I would say in the undoing process, the the process of undoing, like losing everything. Mm. um, And really really starting to see that. It's like. When you lose everything, you actually find out that a lot of things you lose are not as valuable as you thought. Real talk. And you start to learn what's valuable and what's not valuable. Yeah. And it's like, damn, did I really even lose anything? Or the, re- right. was the reason why I didn't have or wasn't being what I want to be is because of my attachment to these not to these things. So it's like during this process, it was also a process of isolation because mm. I didn't want anybody to know. And it wasn't even out of embarrassment, but like my mother, she's so loved. My family is like my life it's all women in my family. Mm-hmm. So any, any of them would have took me in. Any of them would have caught me. My mother would have moved to Florida. She would have, she would have been like the first person to come back or say, move here and live in the sun. Like I'm, I'm like, I didn't have a problem. Like I had to put myself in an uncomfortable position. Right. Um, and so, you know, I wasn't talking to them because I didn't want anybody to come save me. I wasn't talking to my friends because, um, you know, they didn't want more. Like, And it's funny now because I'm I'm 32 now. I think I was 21 or 32 at that age, at that time. Mm-hmm. And I have felt so far behind because at that time, everybody was kind of graduating from college. And I'm like, homeless? <laughs> oh, I didn't realize how young I was. Like, if somebody were telling me this now, I'm like, bro, you good. You have to be like, you at the beginning of the beginning. Like, this right? Is nothing. Like, right. You, can, you can do anything right now. It's like, mm-hmm. you can make a million. I felt like I had to. I had to be the top immediately i needed to right there mm-hmm. um but just going through that process really gave me a lot of time to sit and think i had nobody to talk to and so i found myself and really digging into uh, i had a foundation in christianity but i would just say like I, I i always was very intuitive and i could feel things but i had an actual experience mm. an actual experience that was like you know everything that was says in the bible and now i've read almost all of the religious books and they all say this they all they all really are telling the same story from different perspectives and mm-hmm. i found that um it's true it's like the father and i are one yeah the kingdom heaven is within like yeah those experiences like everything is literally within me not like in a literal way like the father and i are one no you really it really is like it really is an inner presence it, it's like the sun ray from the sun or like a wave on the ocean it's, mm-hmm. you know what i mean like we call it niagara falls niagara falls is just like Erie. We, we name the point it's all one thing and so i'm like oh i'm really just an expression of that's why i say it's like it's not that i trust in my i'm not trusting the expression i'm trusting that what's trying to What's guiding me to do this knows what to do. Yeah, throws like, the sun up, man. You so consistent with the <laughs> sun, like you got it. <laughs> you know what to, I don't know what to do. Matter of fact, so what? What you want me to do? Like, <laughs> wow. Do that because everything I did went wrong mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. It, it might work for a little bit, and then it's like it's like a pendulum. It was like go this way, and it come with equal or greater force the other way, and it's mm-hmm. like. This way is so easy, it just requires a surrender mm. so that came through that came through that period
0: so with you with all of a sudden these like i, I call them mini miracles happen right these little mini miracles happen in one after another after another you have in that faith that surrender became easier and easier
1: I would say i would say the surrender became yeah. It became it became easier and easier because of because of the um uh, the results.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly.
1: Yeah, because it's like it's, it wasn't like it, it was like my life, I could actually see my life. And then when there was times where it was like the, the temptation to, to to do things out of alignment, it was like, mm-hmm. why would I throw away right? You know what I mean? Like, why would I throw away what's already worked? We know what's what's been working. So Y'all yeah, would definitely say it became easier and easier because it just it just made more and more sense. Yeah. It was it was very practical when, when I speak back when it seems so mystical, but in the moment day by day it was very practical. It was mm-hmm. like a a real like conversation with non-verbally between God and I it was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna let you do it and I'm just gonna like be the hand. Yeah. Like, which which way? What do I do today?
0: <laughs> so it was it was the creator coming through you. Mm-hmm. Wow. The um. I, I'm am experimenting with that now more and more. I've I'm reading this book called the um, the prayer of Jabez. Uh, you, are you familiar with the prayer of Jabez? I'm not. It's a very simple prayer, and it's it's uh like I forget what book it's in, but it's the books the book where they go through the lineage of um of Abraham. And it's like this, we got that, we got that, we got that, we got this, and that and that. And then all of a sudden it kind of stops and it talks about this guy named Jabez. And uh the prayer of Jabez is what it's called. And the prayer of Jabez is a simple one where it says, bless me indeed. Uh one second, let me not uh murder this one. Let me see. Uh okay. It says thou wouldst bless me indeed and enlarge my territory and thine hand might be with me that your hand be with me and thou keep me from evil mm. and uh, that it may not grieve me and god granted him that which he requested mm. that's the very, and then it goes back to and he begot this we got but he had to tell this one little story Yeah, that's important that's yes. important though yes. like
1: no, I'm, I'm so glad you said that, bro. Like, hey, Amen. That's what I'm saying. Stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that. Like, I needed to hear that. And it's this is what I mean. All right. So I used to ride around listening to the Bible. Right. So when my mm-hmm. wife, you know, was pregnant, absent, and saw that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she always talks about being in the car with me riding around. I remember I'm like 21. I've been. I'm, I married my wife like after two or three months of us knowing each other. I'm young. I'm just coming off being homeless. Mm-hmm. In the car, on me, you know, everybody playing music, but in my car, it's the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. And she always talks about, yeah. I remember every time I get in the car, he said, and he got this, and he got this, and he <laughs> got this. so like that same thing you're saying, mm-hmm. like, you saying, like hear that part a lot, mm-hmm. and he just says something that that is it just stood out to me. I, I feel it. It's like that stop, yeah. To say, and this was his prayer, yeah. And then it's like, oh no, that means. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Wait a
0: second. He just, he just dropped the bar. (laughs) (laughs) I need to pay attention to it.
1: There's a clue here. Message. (laughs) I know. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Shout out to the Uh, Wayans. Yes. So I've been praying this every single day. Um, And I'm not the most religious person in the world, Uh, but you know, you can't deny the wisdom of the Bible or the Quran, you know what I mean, or the Torah for that matter. And uh when I when I was I'm, I'm all about testing things. I tested tithing, always works out. And I tested this and it's been I'm on the podcast with you right now. I mean, come on now. <laughs> all right, so you started training celebrities in Miami. How did you meet uh how did you meet these celebrities and how did you meet Jack Canfield?
1: Bro. Miami, California. It- that's what I'm saying. It's so practical, but, but it, it sounds crazy, but like, all right, so I made, so again, just having that gut feeling. I'm out here at the gym, I'm studying and everything, I'm writing down um, workouts, and, and then in my mind, I'm like, this, this is why the mind shift was the main thing for me. I always did the work, but my thoughts were not in alignment with what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I started to think, if I already was the successful trainer that I want to be, what would I actually be doing? And so I started looking up on, on YouTube. and I'm like, oh, well, all these trainers make YouTube videos. Like, I can see, like, these, you, these trainers are successful. They're making videos. They're sharing content. They're sharing ideas. They're sharing. Um, back in the day, there was, um, like, blogs, stuff like that. And I would read these successful blogs, and I learned learn about these trainers. And I reached out, friended them, friended them on Facebook, and I will reach out to them. Most of the time, nobody said anything. Two guys said something. One Seven-Figure Sam, Sam back there, rest in peace, just passed a couple mm. years ago or a year ago. Man, Seven-Figure Sam was one of the biggest trainers in the world. Responded back to me, gave me tips. I went to his event. It's like, dope. Oh God. Oh, man. Um, and Armando Cruz, I was in Miami, was going to connect with Armando. Man, Armando really, really helped me. Like What Armando gave me was this confidence, like a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence, and shared Really important things like how to pra- how to package my package and um, my pricing and present myself as a professional. And he showed me something I never saw, never thought of, never even had in my mind. Was I'll never forget. I went to a gym in Miami, and he had his kids in the gym, and I'd never seen kids in the gym before. Mm-hmm. He, his wife and his kids. He ran the whole practice as a family, and now everything I do is as a family. So it's just amazing these little uh, things that happen, but you know but from li- from listening to them and watching these guys i had a thought i said if i'm a successful trainer i should make a youtube video now i made a youtube video with a regular iphone and it got like six views but one of those views was a woman named tammy torres who if you remember that mrs officer video from a uh, uh, little Wayne. yes she was the officer oh yeah yeah so then she invited me out to miami and um, to the fountain blue and you know, we're taking you know, us. So this one, we early in Instagram, so we're taking pictures and she's introducing everybody as a celebrity trainer and stuff like that. And so what it did was it introduced me to a lot of people. So I met like I was mo- mo- most of the training like there was there was like professional athletes and stuff there. But I'm I met Dolly Castro, Cassie Melinda, um, Jasmine Calla, like all these people. Matisha came from that camp, so it just kind of like helped my influence really early, even yeah. though she didn't even know. A couple months ago i was literally homeless right? <laughs> wow i mean these people are throwing money like hundreds of, i was at the fountain blue they're throwing hundreds of dollars in a pool i'm looking at the pool like i'm about to dive in here man like, <laughs> I, I never forget i still see it in my mind like yo know, and that was my first time in miami i'm like it's different here like these people are rich rich and but the biggest thing is when i got back to ohio was a whole nother level of respect because now people are seeing me as oh you train this person you train this person even though i've been in here the whole time trying to train y'all for free but people need to see somebody else do it you know people just want to be on the cloud and so that really started to build things for me and then i I, I guess you know just them introduced me to other people within their network then my barber i started training my barber and he um teaching him the one of my first people I taught TIR thinking it's a results mm-hmm. he, the program he achieved his goals a singer and actor on VH1 a show called um one of those housewives shows can't remember right now how, <laughs> yeah. it was like when I was in Hollywood he was married to uh he, he ended up getting this is a crazy story we ended up getting married to um R. Kelly's ex-wife mm-hmm. and so I was on the show I was trainer and it just, like, stuff like that, it's just like, but it was all very practical in the moment, like, mm-hmm. next step, next step, next step. It, I can never see how it would have come about, you know what I mean? It's all talking about in hindsight, it seems like. But then it was, but back then it was just like, one opportunity led to another opportunity led to another opportunity. That's why I said the main thing was always being present in the moment mm-hmm. and, and having humility and knowing that it's God, it's not me, and because it's God, let me not mess up what he got right in front of me. Amen. That's why I treated it with respect and it led to another opportunity and it's continued to keep going from there.
0: Dude, like, and it's just literally, like, for one, you're a YouTube success. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, of a six so, views right, it, right?
1: I never had a lot of people, never.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I, trained, I trained Um. I trained Um. Jordan Woods but, but she was like, when I was training her again because i was out there you know um i got connected with her mom my mom was like my daughter can help her and they're just nice people and mm-hmm. like i know that and and she was like oh yeah one of my best friends is kylie jenner right and i'm like oh that's what's up but this is like early this is like 2014 and i'm not i don't watch tv so i know like kim kardashian's famous but this is like a little she had to be like 16 17 years old i'm like mm-hmm. 24 now and it was like, it's just early, but you know, it's like all these things that really is like, it wasn't like Jordan was now the whole thing it was like kid. It's just like, I don't know for whatever, well, I do know why it's great. So for whatever you reason did. I'm in the right place at the right time. And as long as I not fumbled that rock a bunch of times.
0: <laughs> you and said I, you fumbled it. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. So I, I was, um, I was doing, a, I had a business and I wanted to partner with Floyd Mayweather. He's my favorite boxer. Uh huh. And so I go to uh, to meet him and it's like real short meeting at a club. One of my one of my uh, one of my people is throwing a party at the club and pay for him to come to the club. He, so I got like two seconds. All right, I'm my people hit you up. I'm going back and forth with people for weeks. It's going slow. It's not really moving, but he's my favorite boxer. I want to do business with him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, again, Grace, I can connect with Manny Pacquiao. Oh and, wow! And, and his coach, like I put his last name is Roach and they want to do it. They want to move on it right now. They want to do business, right? And I'm like, I'm still a young kid. I'm like, nah, man, because they ain't even fought you. I'm like, nah, I'm loyal. I'm, I'm, I'm being loyal. Oh, wow. Man, I messed up on that deal. He did that deal with, with, with my company. It was the biggest deal in the whole, oh, my crap. He put the whole Philippines on what we had going on, and Floyd never, never connected. Never <laughs> was, like, What's the chances? Like, Even just how it all came about, it's like, Grace came in, but I was mm-hmm. like, nah, Floyd Mayweather, that's what I'm going with. Yeah. As if you had, like, both of these are crazy opportunities. <laughs> like, I ain't going to turn down. <laughs> oh no!
0: <know>. That ego, <laughs> man. That ego. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> and so throughout your journey with you, like, of course, uh, learning about the law of attraction and how the mind works, you, you obviously uh, ran into the consciousness of who Bob Proctor was. Tell us about okay. that.
1: Yeah, so that was early. That was that was after, that was literally after I had talked to my mentor and I was sleeping, you know, under the parking garage, waiting for the gym to open so I could take a shower in the gym, mm-hmm. take another nap under the table, you know what I mean, just get myself together. Mm-hmm. I started listening. I saw I'll listen to this uh, first thing I listened to was um Earl Nightingale The Stranger's Secret. And, you know, YouTube suggested another one, that it was The Secret. And then I heard Bob Pocket there, heard Jack Canfield there, and then I started looking at Bob stuff, you were born rich and all, all this stuff. So I ended up being at a event with Seven Figure Sam, Armando, Daddy Smois, some of the top trainers in America and even outside the country were there. And they had a guy there from a company, Celebrity Press, that were doing a um, a book with Jack Canfield. And they were all talk- Man, At this place, they had Barack Obama's um, finance star there. Like, oh, wow. These guys were up. I yeah. was not up. Like, I wasn't <laughs> successful at that time. Like, nothing was going on for me. I was like the only person, who know, talking about, oh, yeah, we're doing $20,000 for this charity this week. You we know, who wants to put in on this? I'm, I'm sitting there like, oh, yeah. Hey. I, I'm, I'm inspired because I know it's more. But it ended up coming up, like, it ended up being like, how did you kind of like, in a very, in the nicest way possible, but like, I, how did you get here? Like,
2: yeah. in this room?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're not really qualified. We like you, but you're not really qualified to be in the room. <laughs> and so I shared my story. And it was like, oh, you know what I mean? And, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, we got a book called There Succeed. You should definitely um, do that. And that, you know, Jack Canfield and Bob Proctor are, are, are good friends and a mentor. And so from that, a guy named Arash hit me up. And Arash is like this, is like a long term mentee for Bob Proctor, like right hand man, um, does a lot of sales his program, stuff like that. And he called me personally and was like, Hey, you know, I think that you would do really good at actually teaching this program because you're obviously actually putting it into work. And that's what mm-hmm. me, anytime I listen to something like, like you said, something, I wrote it down. Yeah. I'm not allowed to get that book. Like, always <laughs> immediate action. And so um, that's where I got the opportunity to work with Bob Proctor and um, I did it. And it's been incredible. It's been the foundation for like so much. Like, yeah. that was years ago. And I worked with him and I taught the program and things like that. And I'm still being blessed from that, that knowledge and connections and, and thought. I, this. I still teach. I literally just taught my team something from the, the 333 story, how um, a, a guy in Canada had a tornado in his area. And by using his mind, and, and it's, it's funny because like a lot of people saw the same tragedy, but he decided to make it make. Uh, make three million dollars mm. to get it to, to the city in mm. three days from the event that happened, and do it in three hours, and they did it. So like, I, I still teach so many of these principles to our team to this day from things I learned from about probably years and years and years ago. Um, yeah, that's how it came about. Was really just being a, a being a YouTube mentee, mm-hmm. and actually being on Zoom. or oh, no, not Zoom. It was a what was it for Skype. We did mm-hmm. Skype. You know, some other type of thing we did, and then. You know, going to Arizona, meeting him, learning from him and and then applying, just been applying it my whole life, the rest
0: yeah. of my life. Understand. Man. So, I mean, it, all these things have been within you from day one. Uh, of course, the love of, of working hard, uh, whether it be in the gym or at a job. I mean, like you got job after job after job and they, you were so valuable. I mean, w- what impressed me most was. You were in sales, right? And you obviously had these skills from day one. So I guess with your enthusiasm for working out, your sales skills—I mean, obviously—were um, great within that realm. But now you've applied them to so many other things as well. Apparently, that like, you you applied them to a product that you have other people believe in, and like you, I know with network marketing that the one thing that. I love most about network marketing is the leadership. So like, what do you see as the main foundation of a good leader?
1: I think it's, I think it's being an intelligent follower. Like to be a good leader, you have to be an intelligent follower. You have to have um, humility. Um, And you know, what's funny is like, I don't know. I really, maybe it's just the environment that I grew up in. I was surprised when I learned I knew how to sell, that I had sales skills because <laughs> I never I never thought of it like that. When I was put in my first sales position, it was at Blockbuster. Oh, wow. And I sold them. Everywhere I've gone in sales, I've always been top top five, the best at or, you know, moved the company up.
2: You know yeah.
1: What I mean? um, and I did really well here. You know with that in network marketing for a while but it's like you can't build a team based off of sales Mm -hmm. you have to develop leaders you have to develop you have to actually duplicate yourself and develop leaders it's not about selling products it's really about leading people and and a good leader duplicates themselves Mm -hmm. and so i actually had an authority problem i think it's because like the whole father you know you know that consistent father thing and Mm -hmm. all that stuff so you can't really lead somebody if you're not willing to be led, and so mm-hmm. that's why I say like um, mm-hmm. being an intelligent follower, Once I finally submitted, you know, because I'm like, I do it myself. I be myself. I do my own thing. I don't need to follow no system. You know, I, I've done it once. I got rid of the ego, and once I really humbled myself and said, you know, somebody's got greater results than me, and I don't want to be the reason why somebody who's coming after me isn't able to take care of their family. And have the same opportunity that I have. So let me become an intelligent follower. Once I humbled myself and, and I started to allow myself to be led, which is so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I got way better results because I got I got to see my shadows, my blind side, somebody could point out to me. And because the trust and another thing is trust because the trust was there and the respect was there that you know I respect the results that this person has. And I trust them that they're not trying to hurt me, but they're they're saying this because this is in all of our best interests. So hey, listen, these are the things that you're not doing. So because that was there, I was able to actually work on those things. And then now that I've had that actual experience, I now can show other people. You know what I mean? I can be that for other people. You can't give what you don't have. So that's what I was missing. I wouldn't allow anybody to lead me. So I couldn't really lead. I could Mm -hmm. just... I could just wow people with my skills, but I could inspire them to know, hey, the same thing you. And so I allowed myself to be led. So.
0: so, So I'm sorry. No, that's it. So your impact and your um, income both had a cap on them as long as you had that ego in in, in
1: mind. 100%. Yeah. One, one 100%. It, it's so funny. I think I talk about it now. It's like a few years ago, I was partnered with the company and I was lucky enough that when I came into the business, one of the uh, he would have been a Hall of Famer. He's he's probably earning over, hundred twenty hundred sixty thousand dollars a month. Wow! You know, wow! We he helped eighteen people in Ohio became millionaires. Wow! And my very first week in a business, I had hit a high rent because I can sell, and I can sell because because I trust myself and people do trust, me, right? Because I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything up on my name anything that wasn't on my like character worth more than that. Yeah. So. Like, even though, like, I didn't know what I was doing, I was moving quickly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He called me. This guy called me. Got to help 18 people become millionaires. This was, guy was earning more money in a month than I even set my goal to earn in, in a decade. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and he's like, okay, man, listen, I heard about you. I'm ready to take this over. Let's do this. Boom, 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 boom. Laying up game plan, right? Yeah. Like, I got it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, that sounds, no, that, I don't think that's right. It, 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 it's, it's not, it sounds like a scheme. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do it that way. I don't do it like, it, you know, just ego. It's like, and I was young, but at the same time, it's like, I see other people do it now and it's just yeah. like, that's why I said, I was saying before, it's like disappointment. Mm-hmm. It's disappointment because it's like, I know what it's like because you, you think, you know, and you don't know. I'm yeah. Not, I, I'm disappointed. <laughs> you listen, you're blessed. For real. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you jump right into it. Uh, on the Drop Your Baggage podcast, we talk to people that are dope, that can give you hope, and teach you a technique that can help you cope. And that technique is the mental and emotional release process uh with the mental and emotional release process uh if anybody out there would like to experience it themselves please go to charleswolfwork.com there's a form on the uh front page go ahead and fill that out and i'll definitely hook up with you and uh this is where we uh help people drop their baggage on the drop your baggage podcast so you wanted to get rid of hurt and disappointment you already touched upon it go ahead and tell us more
1: yeah so i you know just during this whole process It's funny, I was talking to my mom, too, and it's like, I I might have picked this up from, like, this is thing where we like to just try to save people, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's just like, and it's really, really just not hitting to me now how much of an ego trip that is, even that anybody needs to be saved, you know what I mean? Like, regardless of the situation, it's like the same guy within me, the same guy within them, it's like, yeah, I come in and and I'm a light, but, like, I don't need to save anybody. I was trying to save people, like, okay, you don't have a car. Here's a BMW 745. Here's my here's my car. I'll get another car. You drive this car. Like, okay, you need your own car? i am put you on with this. Like, I just was constantly giving and giving and giving and pouring into um, people, especially, you know, somebody who I saw a lot of potential in. And, and still, I, no bad feelings, I still, still got a ton of potential. Um, but... Just never have, you know, just never have my back in a real way. In verbal, and words, always, but in actual action, not at all. Not in friendship, not in business. And um, I put them in position to kind of run my business, and they ran it to the ground. Put them in position to build their own business successful in-network marketing, and they ran that up and then ran off. (laughs) You know, and it's just like, it's, it was, it all felt like it just, it just was, it left a, a, back in 2017. I, it was 2017 where that really ended. It was going on for a couple years, but it ended, I finally completely cut it 2017. So, mm-hmm. and so far it moved, you know, like this, not as painful as it was, but right. then I was having murderous dreams, <laughs> like for a while I couldn't, like, I was having dreams of like the revenge I got the fittest in my life, for revenge. I had made the most, like, up until that point, the most money I, I had made. I, I had won, like, everything. I was just moving with the, I was succeeding on an hourly, but it was from a, such a dark revenge, like, place, you know what I mean? But as I really start to grow and, and understand, I, that's mm-hmm. why I say now it's, like, the disappointment because now I see that, like, the way that I grew up, really, I've seen, I just grew up fast. hmm but some people haven't been, like some people ha- aren't even in a position to understand. You know how like, like um, you know, you understand some of the sacrifices your parents make as an adult, like, oh, you was paying rent. I didn't even know about rent. Oh, you was paying, <laughs> oh, you got to water too. Like, yeah, yeah. To everything, food. Yeah. they <laughs> charge you every time you had to get us food?
0: Yeah, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I drank that much milk. I did
1: know. <laughs> like, man, so that's why he was mad. I was eating all that stuff. Day one. <laughs> oh, I did. It's like that's what I, that's what I feel like now. Is like at first it was just complete rage, but now it's like, um, I understand that they don't that they didn't understand how far my, my wife and I were stretching ourselves so that they can be good. And then when they got good, it was like, oh yeah, basically use my story. Oh yeah, I had to struggle. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. You know, and it's like you—you you ain't struggling. We, <laughs> no, I slept this yeah. stuff. <laughs> you from the BMW. Remember, I bought the BMW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not
0: have no rims on it. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. That's why you were struggling. <laughs> no doubt. Um, the and 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 that can make you salty. You know what I mean? Like, ah, like what the heck? I mean. I gave my love to you. I poured my heart into you. I poured into you, you know, selflessly because I wanted to see you make it. I saw what was inside of you. And now you run off and you, like you said, betrayed me like that. Like, it's not cool. And and of course, you know, time heals all. So, you know, th- that, like you said, it doesn't hurt as much anymore. But now that you understand, like the psyche of it, just like, man, you just, you, you, what did they, what does it say? You sold your dreams for a bowl of beans.
1: man i heard that but that's bro that's that's about yeah that's that's tough yeah so it's crazy what it left is like um we kind of talked about this it's like it makes me like it's like so many people it's so many people that i can help not because i'm so great because i started at the bottom yeah like if you have nothing I had nothing, mm-hmm. like, I can help you. I, I look at everybody, I'm like, bro, we can all be good. Like, I don't walk this path already. Like, yeah. I can cut this this down because like a GPS system. Mm-hmm. You can get there by yourself, but look, I can tell you where not to go and help you reroute when you get off track. But then I'm like, but then I put, but you know, when you do this, especially when you do this in our industry, it's like you do it for free. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of like you pouring into a person until they have a successful business you don't even really get financially compensated. That's what I love about it is I could never afford to hire the mentors that I hire now. Now I pay for mentorship. Right, you know right. what I mean? My wife just got down to the event with Elaine Cardone last weekend. So we about like paid for it. But before we had no money, no access to these people. Network mm-hmm. marketing gave us access to successful people Beautiful. to hear and be in an energetic presence of and see what it's like. How do you carry yourself? What's the relationship? like? How do you treat your kids? like? So I want to create that. And we have been, but I always feel like, man, porn and porn and porn. You know, when is that, you know when? At what point do I put my hand in here and and it get bit? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, you're strong enough now to do it to do it So it's that it's that that is one thing that is left behind. It's like I can still feel and and, and we call it what it is. It's fear because mm-hmm. I don't want to feel how I felt when that had originally happened. I never want to feel like that anymore. So it's like
0: it's a fear of that that being let down like that again. Mm,
1: Fear, uh, you saw my list, so I hear fear, I'm like, what, (laughs) fear
0: of being let down, AKA hurt and disappointment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, Let's, let's, uh, let's get rid of that. A couple more questions, potentially, like with you being hesitant, or gun shy about that. How much money do you think you're leaving on the table by not helping potential? You know, like, how much money do you think you might be leaving on the table by not helping some of these people to their full potential?
1: I oh, don't know, because it's pretty, like, I, oh, definitely millions. Definitely. Definitely because, like, when we started company, we broke a record. Like We moved so fast. Yeah, and I know that, and, like, anybody I'm working with is... I can do it. It's just we can do the same thing. It's just like a, a point where it starts to switch, and it's kind of like a, and it's and it's unkind. I try to work through it, but it's a feeling. You yeah, know? it's like a a a wall, like a barrier of like, it's like in the beginning stage, like boom, 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 all right, we're moving, and then I start seeing one or two movements that remind me of, and it's like. <laughs> uh, abort! Abort! Like, uh, 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 <laughs> is, Let's do this. I can't really and because because you know what it does is it's like I I just can't talk to you as much you know yeah. like, you know, like this it's like it creates that distance because mm-hmm. I don't want to get close that's why it hurt so much because like you know these people lived at my house yeah. you know like, wow we were really really. You know, take care. Took took a trip to Aruba. Like, you know what I mean. So it's like when, when when we go when we if the door is open, the door is completely open. You right. What a fridge? It's like it's whatever. So it's like now it's kind of like that. So, and I don't think we ever need to get to that point again. But I, I definitely I see that it's slowing down. Mm-hmm. You know, slowing down. If is, I would say I would say millions because you know the the income opportunities and. Marketing
0: are completely limitless. Yeah, they're vast, so vast. That's astonishing. Let's get rid of that right now. <laughs> so the technique that we use is called mental and emotional release. Uh we're, we're gonna be shifting consciousness today. It's it's a beautiful thing. Um, I am not a psychologist or a therapist or a counselor or a social worker. Um, I'm just an alternative to those beautiful things uh, to help people with their m- mental health and mindset. And uh, man, I'm just—I'm looking forward to helping you release this. So, with—is uh, it all right with your unconscious mind for you to release this disappointment today, and for you to be aware of it consciously? Yes. Awesome. What is the root cause of this problem? The first event, which, when disconnected, that will cause this problem to disappear. If you were to know, when was the first time that you felt disappointed? When you were just a little boy? Let's go
2: seven or younger.
1: Oh, i don't know but you know what's so funny oh man you're good already <laughs> <laughs> but hey that's so crazy man hey y'all listen if you watch this podcast go to his page because make me think thoughts and everything <laughs> remember remembering things i don't know what he did but i remember stuff already like you know now i think about it it's funny because i' I've, I've, I've uh until i was maybe 27 years old i never lived in the same place more than a year so i i moved around a lot and so I was always a new person and I would only have friends in a short amount of time. So I'm thinking of second grade, I'm thinking like I had a friend that was like, I'm an only child for a little bit. And I think that that, it might have been moved. It's hard to remember all these things, but I just remember like very short relationships. Like it was always a couple, eight months, a school year, ah. you know what I mean? Like no summer, like it's always like clips, clips, clips. hmm so dang, that's crazy, like to, to to really like um think of that. You know.
0: hmm So second grade you had a friend and he moved or you moved?
1: Um we, he moved first, but then I moved, you know, at the end of the year. He moved before then. The, yeah. the, I'm picking seven, I just remember second grade and I had a friend and we went to I was at a new school. The only person I, you know, my classes I really connected with. hmm he moved and his grandma lived down the street from, from my grandma i mean mm. mm-hmm.
2: i remember
1: one went down there one day and he's just gone oh so i don't know what happened now yeah. I was in the thought, if somebody moves like that it was probably something bad you I know mean, mm-hmm. something that you know they were just gone one day and then but,
2: the, but of course
0: i moved at the end of the year the school year yeah. like but that that initial where's he at? oh he's gone oh no like that that feeling of disappointment like i can't believe you know that like, only that friend one friend I had come that's deep that's a good one really good one all right so this one is the this technique mental and emotional release is a systematic guided meditation so you can go ahead and oh of course there's the three things that you need to do before uh in order to have a profound experience number one you need to use your imagination number two you need to follow directions Number three, you need to trust the process. know that I' am your guide and not come here with love, and you, I'm going to help you lead, uh, go through this easily and effortlessly. And also, uh, we, we got to make sure that we reestablish your timeline since it's been so long. So with your timeline, your past can be to your left, to your right or behind you. If you were to know where's your past,:
1: first thing I on is behind.
0: Where's your future?
1: I'm perfect yeah sometimes i think of up like okay this but in that instance i thought i thought in front of you before of at
0: a higher what, what does your intuition tell you
1: my first thought or my gut my gut goes with this like up like and, i feel like my pass is really low yeah moving through like i'm ascending through vibe like i'm having to. Like, I'm moving through time maybe this way, but my experiences are coming as I allow myself to expand and be more and be more open. So, like, mm-hmm. I really feel like... Because I've had experiences of no time and in being in all in all things, you know yeah. what I mean? So, when I think of, like, how I'm actually experiencing things, I feel like I'm experiencing the moment, which all there is, But it feels slow and dense when I'm in a lower vibration, and I'm experiencing it quickly and fast in future. And when I'm in a higher vibration,
0: yeah, yeah. So with the higher vibrations, if you're ascending, which you always are, it makes it makes sense for your future to be up, and of course for your past to be behind you. I mean, a lot of that's that's a common saying. In fact, that where it's kind of a cliche that you just leave the past behind you. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I've had, hey, I've had I've had people that believe in past lives. All right. I believe I, I had an experience where I had genealogical pain with fear um, and slavery. So, you know, everything, everything and, and every, anything and everything is on the table. So your, your, your future can go up. Perfect. All right. Since this is a systematic guided meditation, you can go ahead and close your eyes and relax and let me know when you're ready for the process to drop your baggage. Awesome. Now, just imagine floating up above your timeline and float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above that first event in which you felt disappointment when you were just a little boy and hover over that little boy at the house. Seeing what, he going, seeing what he's going through. Just look at him from a third person point of view. Let me know when you're there. All right, now stay there. Don't move. Just stay hovering above them. Now, just ask your unconscious mind what it needs to learn from the event, the learning of which will allow you to let go of the emotions easily and effortlessly. Your unconscious mind can preserve the learnings so that if you need them in the future, they'll be there. Just tell your unconscious Mind to preserve the learnings. This is an exercise of forgiveness and acceptance. Forgiveness for yourself and others, and acceptance of your, for yourself and others. Who do you have to forgive? What do you have to accept? Who do you have to accept? And as you look at that little boy, focus your attention upon how hurt people hurt people. We're all doing the best that we can with the resources and consciousness that we have. We can't control anyone else's actions, but we can control our response. We can grow stronger and wiser and learn from people's actions and mistakes. Other people's actions have nothing to do with you. It's only a reflection of their baggage or whatever they're going through at the time. And we're better people than we were when those events occurred you're a better person than you were when those events occurred. What is something positive and empowering? You can tell yourself as that little boy and everyone else involved in the event with the consciousness that you have today that would allow the emotions to evaporate like water on the concrete on a hot summer day. And as you preserve these learnings, the emotions are starting to dissipate more and more until they're all gone. Just let me know when they're all gone. Awesome. Now, as you hover above the event with your eyes closed, tell me, what did you learn?
1: going to anybody or hold on, it's time to go, enjoy the time that you had, let go, mm-hmm. enjoy the presence, mm-hmm. but you never know when the scene may change, it's nobody's right or, nobody's really right or wrong, mm-hmm. this is just it, mm-hmm, Stories. story is what hurts mm-hmm. Not that true, the story created
2: by. Mm-hmm.
0: that's right now with you looking at that event and what can you take from that event what can you learn from that event and carry into the future with you
1: And get from the get from. And it keeps coming back to just being present and learn as much in the moment. And just be full cool in that moment. And mm-hmm. when that moment ends, allow, try to grasp, hold on. That's the part that hurts. Now it's.
0: That's right. Very good. Now, with your eyes closed, just imagine floating up above your timeline and float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above the dinosaurs during the prehistoric age. Let me know when you're above the dinosaurs. Now, as you're above the dinosaurs, just imagine floating deeper and deeper and deeper into space to where space and the atmosphere connects. And imagine your timeline is the size of a fingernail. Let me know when you're there all right now just imagine floating there weightless in space and ask yourself now where are the emotions tell me are they there or have they disappeared now awesome just imagine floating down inside the event sink through your own eyes as a little kid and check on the emotions tell me are they there or have they disappeared now Awesome. Flow back above the dinosaurs and then float into space to where space and the atmosphere connects. Let me know when you're there. All right, listen closely. Flow very, very high above your timeline, above each and every event in which you felt disappointment from birth until now in chronological order. Don't skip one event. Preserve the learnings and let go of all those feelings of disappointment all the way back to now. Go. Awesome, flow down into your body, and open your eyes when you're ready. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say what? Thank you. Look oh, it no, worse It's good. How does it feel? I feel
1: good. I feel yeah, crazy because I meditating all the time. I feel like I'm. I do feel like I'm just coming back to my body. Um, so that's pretty good. Um, yeah. I thought about a lot of the things that, I, that I've seen, but I think seeing them through a different, um, seeing some uh, younger si- some situations happen when I was younger through a man's eyes, definitely I keep moving. So I guess I just, you know, probably was like burying and moving on I just forgot these things and now to look at them and take the sting out of it. I definitely feel released, more expansive. I felt it from the very first one and then moving forward. And as as I started to think about some of these things, uh, forgive and forgive some situations, forgive myself. Because all things weren't done to me, there's things I was doing, I've done also. Space, I guess, would be to make, like if you delete some photos from your phone and you just got more space, just, that uh, space, I think is the best way to say it, just lighter, more expansive, and
2: more peace. Mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful wow wow all that in like 15 20 minutes there you go <laughs> um so let's go ahead and uh test it out so um do you smell bacon no okay that was that was a question to get your mind off of the meditation i can't just <laughs> uh am i supposed to <laughs> Can you remember a time in the past in which you used to feel that old emotion? And go back and notice if you can feel it or you may find that you cannot.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Hold on. It's it's like my brain is different. It's like static here. So it's like... like I'm trying to go... I usually go straight to it like... This is so crazy. <laughs> like, uh, the disappointment, right? Mm-hmm. This is, wow. Man, this is crazy. I'm really trying to like go back to it. I feel like, like I said, I feel space. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, like looking. Like I'm trying to flip through files. Like I'm I can usually go to like maybe this, but now it's like it's hard to even like uh, pull it up.
2: Mm.
0: What's the thought that's there instead?
1: It's kind of just like space, like nothing. It's it's like it's like it's like I'm looking for something. Like all right, we so, so disappointment. So I'm like trying to go back to like what I. Think about like, like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's like the file, like it's like
0: oh, there's that disappointment file. <laughs> and,
1: like, uh, like I can think about like yeah, they've been, it, but it's just like it's not like it's not a finished sentence or something. Mm. It's like, like it's life, like it's like it's like I keep saying. It's on uh Hmm. Mm-hmm. You think of something
2: else?
1: <laughs> a different disappointment.
2: There's no way.
1: Hold <laughs> oh, on. Hey man, I honestly, I thought you were a nice guy. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna do this, nice guy. I didn't really think i going to be like. Working. This is crazy. Uh, I of the disappointment, like, I'm not disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I I'm just like. I re- it's it's like, it's not like I forgot, but I don't remember that. It's not like
0: the feeling doesn't register.
1: Your feeling doesn't register. It's like. The story, like the whole thing is like so many spaces in it now. It's like, like I don't recall the whole, there's no feeling because it's not even like a full story. It's like, it's like, what's that song? It's like that. That's how I feel yeah, like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know the melody. It's like,
2: <laughs>
0: hmm. It's got to. Yeah, that's awesome. Good, it's got to feel good. Let's let's do the other half. So now I want you to imagine going out into the future to an unspecified time in the future in which if the same thing would have happened in the past, you would have felt disappointment. But it's the future now. So see if you can find that old emotion or you may find that you cannot.
1: Man, the mind is such an amazing thing. <laughs> I'm just feeling space. Yeah. I don't. It's, I, I I'm trying to figure out the right word to, to to articulate, but it's like, all right. So I just made a whole scenario, mm-hmm. like all right. If so I do all this, and then it's just like it's not. It's not. It's nothing. It's just like.
0: Does it feel like detachment?
1: I guess that would be the best word. It doesn't feel like like it's no. It's just like there's no story to it. There's no, like, there's no. Yeah, attachment's a good word because it's like. It's like. I'm like. uh... How long does this last? Forever. I swear
0: that's amazing. <laughs> I call it the Santa Claus effect. And for all my listeners out there, yes, you have to listen to it again. The Santa Claus effect is um is okay. So when you're a kid, you have the consciousness of Santa Claus. Hopefully, none of your kids are around. You have the consciousness of Santa Claus, and there's that's a Santa Claus world. You believe in the milk and cookies, not of your nice list, big guy breaking into your house, dropping off presents, it's like oh snap Santa. <laughs> And then your consciousness shifts, right? When you find out that Santa isn't real. Like when you really find out, it's like, oh, wow, this is all false. Mom and dad are Santa. There is no naughty or nice list. Now, what the thing is, you can't go back to that old consciousness. Mm -hmm. You see, you can't go back to believing in Santa anymore, no matter how much you want to, because that new consciousness is there. It works the same way with mental and emotional release, this process you shifted your consciousness over to something totally different than what you thought it was in the past. You have a new story. You have a new look upon life in that in that realm of disappointment. Makes sense.
1: I'm just amazed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm excited to see, who like, I'm excited to experience life now with, like, without, without that, because it just
0: feels like space. Yeah. <laughs> space is that word that you just, like, because it's, like, an expansion. It's, like,
2: yeah.
0: the the things just got to where you're, you're able to, it's kind of, like, taking out the furniture in your house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The things that you that are just collecting dust. You know what yeah, I mean?
1: like these things were just in the back, like just like around. Mm-hmm. You, know, you go like, I got these books around. If there was nothing there, it's just like the same room, but there's more space. It's just mm-hmm. like, you can feel them even though you know, I'm not reading the books, but I can still feel the book.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's like space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so if, it's like...
0: It's funny because in certain situations, these things can get, get in the way, and you got to walk around them. You got to like, you gotta maneuver around these things, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Oh,
1: man. Thank How do you? So much, bro. This is this is this is. I'm I'm really astonished, you know, because I'm like, I didn't know what I was expecting. Honestly, like I said, I just thought you were a nice guy. You know, let's chop it up and. I expected like for real not have this. He was you like, yeah, yeah, we will drop that like all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you say I, what? So, I said, because it's been a long, you know, I mean my holders for a long time, and even honestly, when I when you said go back, and I was thinking about it, it's like it might not even really have anything to do with them. It's just like an accumulation of just disappointments and disappointments uh, snowball or something like that so I don't know but I feel pretty good I, feel, I pretty feel I feel really um even you know I mean yeah I feel like I just got out of a deep meditation I feel centered mm-hmm. I just I, I keep saying space because that's what I feel I feel like space I don't feel bogged down by anything I'm excited to see the light you know what I mean I feel yeah. like the lights brighter right <laughs> I got
0: this (laughs) right. Dog, there's so much more. Like, the people that I work with, you've only released one emotion. I help people release anger, sadness, fear, disappointment, uh, guilt, shame, jealousy, plus any limiting belief that they have. Mm. Gone. Like, decades of baggage. Gone.
1: It's funny because you said that before, but now I see right now you're not playing. Like that's, that's an amazing thing to be able to do, especially in such a short amount of time is like, I just feel like my brain is just like, I, I like, it's like, you know, you get a new car. You just want to try. I just feel like I want to try some situations. I just want to see some dance. I just want to see my kids. Like, like, <laughs> like it, it really feels like space.
0: Yeah. So, like, the first time I did this uh, over in San Diego, I had so many daddy issues. I never met my father before. And I had all these daddy issues, you know, anger, sadness, fear, you name it. And um, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love. I'm not lovable. I'm not valuable. All these limiting beliefs. And when that, my daddy issues just went away, just think like, like a whole like three decades of, of daddy issues gone. In like an hour mm-hmm. and i'm like holy cow like i had been doing the work right what they call the work the counseling and the couple conferences and reading the books and nothing stuck like this and then all of a sudden gone and i was like oh this is crazy yo so i mean i just been on this crusade to make sure everybody knows about this so it's, it's it's like that, man, like everybody gotta know about this, man, in my opinion, so I was like, the best way that I can do it is show it on the podcast live right here,
1: right um, man I really I'm blown away, man, I don't have many words because there's so much space yeah <laughs> So funny. chill is not the word I, feel, I don't i what would i what would I call this? I like it because it feels centered, I guess. Like yes. Stable in my being. Not really wanting from anything. Not really I just feel like I'm just enjoying it and then now. It's like man.
0: Wow. How do you feel about that 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 scenario from back then? now? Let's let's can you put that into words now, please, uh for, for everyone out there. <laughs> the one with the guy and, you know, he used your story and everything. Like, wh- how is that shifting now?
1: Nothing. It's like... My brain honestly feels different. Not even just my mind, but like I can literally smoke Like, I literally feel like it's like it's moving differently. Mm. And when I think back on it, it's like... I don't, even feel, I don't feel disappointed. To God now, it's just like this. I don't know, you know what? Cause like now how I feel about it is more like that first thing when went back to like the what, what was that second grade disappointment where it's just like the way that things are expressed into the world, like the way that people enter and exit
0: the scene or the screen. <laughs> Bless you.
1: Thank you. But the way that people are entering and exiting, it's just the way that it is. It's just like, because honestly, when I think back on it, the exit came before the exit. I was holding on. So I almost feel like, like, I don't even feel bad. Like it was for me. I don't feel like it. I just don't feel nothing. It's just like, it's just an event. People come in and come out like, like, you know, a cat, you know, something like a bug could fly in and out of my peripheral right now and just, it's not like a, it's an occurrence. It's, yeah, I don't sound, it's not sound still very like centered. Like, yeah. Like, like I'm watching it, like I'm just I'm not so in the movie. It's not like happening to me and these yeah. people and this thing. It's just like like this is my like this is life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, like this is this is the story of my life. I'm really just observing it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that when I try to go into the future and create another scenario of that I I really poured in and that happened, I still don't feel it's hard for me to kind of like grab, I I would say, uh, like emotional charges right now. I would Mm -hmm. feel like I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't really feel any like high or low emotions. I feel very centered.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? also don't feel like I can't enjoy things either.
2: Mm-hmm. I just
1: feel I feel like I would enjoy like you would enjoy a movie or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, this is great. You know what I mean? I'm not like you know, wrapped up and you know, like it's it's me, and it's just like it's me, but I don't know. It's very interesting man
0: <laughs> the uh brad you've been so articulate this whole podcast now, now you just like space and <laughs> i'm just kidding but, thank you so much for showing up for your divine appointment thank you so much
1: i appreciate you for you know this gift and this like i'm I'm genuinely excited to just go throughout my day um i'm excited to see yeah. you know like, just just like what does this mean for life moving forward because I truly feel different like I, I fundamentally feel different I, I don't feel uh the disappointment mm-hmm. you said go through everything the chrono- chronological order which was the challenge so I'm looking for things but I brought up a lot of things and so I'm like man I'm really some things that come up throughout the day you know I wake up early thinking about these things mm-hmm. so I'm really just excited to see like man so now what? Also, I don't have that
0: space. I'm sorry to cut you off, but also, you know, those are triggers like, you know, like that memory was a trigger. And so you had either you we either have memories from the uh, uh we either have triggers when we have memories of the past and we feel those over again or when we think about the future and, and they they activate triggers as well. So it's a it's a life without that trigger mm. anymore. So that's the that's like kind of one of the best ways to explain it all you know it's gone man cut the cord on that bad boy (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: amazing man you're doing amazing work you just out here just blessing people that's crazy like (laughs) like, thank you so much
0: thank you too Uh, brad
1: i really (laughs) just feel so just here and open and ready to i'm really very like, i'm really interested to see how this
2: affects my family mm-hmm.
1: how, I, how i show up as a as a you know father and husband i'm like i'm really interested to see this, this because i feel so different
2: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: oh i th- i think that uh if if the if the universe lines up i, I i'm really hoping that this is just the beginning and to wrap this up in a bow, to wrap the podcast up in a bow, please give us one more. I mean, you've already given us so much wisdom on the podcast. Please give us one more word of wisdom.
1: Uh, I have no words of wisdom right now. <laughs> I am. I am like I am. I feel like I went to a float spa. <laughs> I'm vibed out. This is my word of wisdom. <laughs> listen, if you listen, I didn't I didn't. I did not, I knew you were gonna be doing something. That's not that I didn't think you could do it, but it doesn't even you can't even imagine what it would be like what like things that you think about all the time, especially repeatedly for years. You can't imagine what it would be like. I recommend that you see what it's like because it's very, very different in my in my inner being right now. And I'm so my, my best word of advice would be to have this experience yourself and experience what i'm experiencing i'm genuinely grateful man it's such a a blessing that you reached out about this because it's like i never even would have thought and now i'm like man feel free
0: yeah so thank you that's a good word right there (laughs) And thank you all out there for listening. I truly appreciate your attention and your support and your love. And I love each and every one of you guys. Uh, If you want a demonstration yourself, please go to charleswolfwork.com and fill out that form on the homepage. Take care of yourselves out there and take care of one another. Peace.